influential people in all of sports. Please welcome the commissioner. Oh, man. This is the DFL Commissioner Show with your host, the Commish, Mark Giano. And at 4 o'clock on the dot, the new league year began both in the NFL and the DFL. I'm the Commish, Mark Giano, and I'm welcoming you officially to the 2017 season. And we're going to jump it off uh, with huge news regarding the draft, regarding the league. Uh, the first official trade of 2017 has been uh, finalized, and it, it's a doozy. Uh, it's going to be Crack Daddy Perp dealing the number one overall pick, plus two players to be named later, to the Cowboy Killers for Devontae Freeman, Cam Newton, and a, a keeper spot. So what that means, Crack Daddy Perp, will now have three keepers, and the Cowboy Killers will now have one and the first overall pick. And who happens to be the uh, owner of the Cowboy Killers but myself? So in the first round, I will have uh, picks number one and picks number f- uh, four. So let's, uh, uh, real quick, let's go over the uh, draft order. For this year, so uh, first overall is myself. Uh, second is uh, East Coast Cartel. Third, it's Chamove. Uh, fourth again, myself. Sixth, Team Cowser. Fifth uh, is the new. Exp- uh, I don't know. It's not an expansion team, but Scott's team will now have the sixth overall pick. Uh, seventh, the Book of Eli. 8th, Cosmic Warriors, ninth Ingram Toenail, and 10th, uh, the McClouds, the champ, the McClouds. So, I mean, that's a big one. You guys could, you know, fire away with whatever comments or questions or anything you have. I know, you know, there's probably going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of bitching back and forth, but, you know, it's fine. It's just, it's what you guys do as a whole. Uh, but Big Day, not only, that's the only move I have to report on as far as the uh, DFL goes, but the NFL, uh, big day today. Uh, the you know the, the new league year started, free agency started. Uh, there's there's moves all over the place. There's trades all over the place. Uh, players getting cut, so it's a it's a big day, uh, you know, for the league. And obviously that that directly affects us. You know, everything that the goes on in the NFL directly affects us. You know, when it comes to you know player personnel, uh, you got. You know, a big move, the Eagles bringing in uh, Alshon Jeffrey. So whoever had him, you know, maybe you didn't like him as a keeper with um, with the Bears because of their quarterback situation. He comes into a more stable one here with the Eagles and Carson Wentz. So, you know, maybe now you think of keeping him. Terrell Pryor, uh, no longer with Cleveland. I think Bill has Pryor. Um, <clears throat> so maybe he thinks about... Uh, keeping him if he goes to a team with a better quarterback, maybe a better situation. I know he's visiting um, uh, Washington today, so who knows who knows where that's gonna go. Uh, we will have Bill on later, kind of as a uh, he's kind of he's got a pretty good outlook on the draft and 
cap situations for teams, Eagles included. So we're going to have him uh, come on in a little bit and, you know, just kind of, you know, see where see where he's at with all this. You know, we're all Eagles fans here except for the two idiots, oh, the three idiots now. <coughs> Excuse me. So, you know, we're all fans. This affects all of us, and, it, you know, it's it's a big deal. And I'm going to obviously get his uh, opinion on the on the monster trade here in the DFL. Um, so a uh, couple other league points to uh, touch on. Obviously, we're, we're a little ways away from, you know, picking a draft date. But that's usually uh, late August, but uh, pretty soon we're going to have to get together and Vote, or not vote, but uh, get together and decide a uh, owner's meeting date so we could all get together and all the big issues that we have could, you know, finally be brought to light and finally voted on. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's a, there's a lot going on. Uh, the, the, new, the new WhatsApp is going well, I think. Uh, everyone seems to be enjoying that. And, uh, except Crack, he's not in it yet. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm working on that, but. He's a little finicky, for sure. All right, so we're here now with the uh, the DFL's, uh, I guess you could say, cap analyst and draft analyst, uh, NFL draft analyst, and uh, owner of Team Kowser, uh Bill Kowser. What's up, Bill? Hey, Mark. Good to talk to you. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I guess you're kind of be you're going to be the first one to hear about the big uh, DFL league news since this is pre-recorded. And uh, the big trade that went down. So I want to get your thoughts. I want to get your thoughts on this real quick. Uh, uh, Crack Daddy Perp sends uh, the first overall pick and two players to be named later to myself for uh, Cam Newton, Devontae Freeman, and one of my keeper slots. Your thoughts? How can you do that? Yeah, I'm gonna get one keeper. Did, you could trade. You could trade players right now and keepers. No, I mean all all the uh, all the official things will go th- down once we have access to the rosters fully, but uh, I guess it's kind of in principle. It's it's unofficially official, I guess you could say. That's it's a pretty good trade, I guess. Well, that's fine, just fine. But yeah, once you know, once all the keepers are able to be, you know, made, most likely what will happen is I'll keep I'll keep uh, I don't know. Both of them, or whatever, but it, it'll work out somehow. And, uh, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that. It. Well, it's been a long time in the works, but you guys have been working on this train. Uh, it was five five minutes in a barber shop. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, That's funny. So to dive in a little bit more, I guess, into the league stuff, you're picking uh, fifth this year, one behind me. Any idea where you're going with that yet? Do you think it's a little bit more difficult to uh, to plan out your draft strategy going in because uh, keepers are set an hour before the draft? Yeah, it makes it a lot more difficult because you literally have no idea. Hopefully, you know, you can get some information from other teams in the league regarding who you think that they're going to keep, and you can kind of base it off that, but it's hard, you know. It, it, probably make, it makes it a little less exciting than the usual draft, too, the uh, fact yeah. that a lot of the top guys are already off the board, but it should be fun. 
So you think that's something that should be brought up for uh, discussion at the owners' meetings? Uh, yeah, I think it's something that will be discussed. Yeah, I, I think. we'll see how we feel about it. I think you know we still need one more year of the keepers before we can really have an opinion on it. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, this is actually going to be the first year of actually having them. Yeah, you're actually going to keep one. So I, I wouldn't think. I think it would be more something for next year's owner meeting. Right. So, any uh, speaking of the keepers, who you who who are you early on? Who do you think is going to be sticking around for you? I already know Antonio Brown. I'm still uh, juggling with my second one. Uh, probably a toss up between Amari Cooper and uh, Lashawn McCoy. But you know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll scout these guys and figure out who we're going to keep. Yeah. All right. So let's jump now to the NFL. Uh, kind of a big day today, uh, especially for the Eagles. You know. Going into the day, there was a lot of rumors yesterday. Uh, AJ Boye, uh, Kenny Britt, Kenny Stills, the trade for Brandon Cooks. That, but you know, we're about an hour forty-five into uh, the new, the league year, and the Eagles walk away with Tory. So far, Tory Smith and uh, Alshon Jeffrey on a one-year deal. What's what was your initial thoughts on both? I'll start with Tory Smith. What did you think then? Um. My initial thoughts on Tory Smith is that he wasn't enough. I don't know how much he has left in the tank. I mean, he, he's fast. He can take the top off the defenses, which you need. I mean, he's not really that old. He's 28. So, I, I mean, at first I was worried that that's all they were going to do and then maybe try to look towards the draft. But after they signed Alshon Jeffrey, at first, you know, I didn't really want them to get Alshon Jeffrey. I didn't think you should tie up long-term money into a receiver who's, you know, you're kind of unsure about. I mean, he was suspended last year. He's had some injuries. So you're not really sure what you're going to get from him, but signing the one year was a great, was a great signing. Now, we kind of went back and forth a little bit last night uh, with Kenny Britt. I wanted him, you didn't. Um, yeah, now, I, just, I don't see Kenny Britt being a game changer, to be honest. Well, my my question there is, if you have to if you have to pick between the two, I mean they're kind of on the same wavelength between Britt and Tory Smith. You, you take Tory Smith. Where you get Alshon Jeffrey and you have to pay less money, you know, because obviously Kenny Britt's going to command more money than Torrey Smith is. Um, I like it because Torrey Smith's a different kind of receiver. You know, we have enough big guys. We need smaller people with speed. So it's nice to have, you know, a long ball threat on the team now. Do you ever think that we would be saying the Eagles need smaller receivers? No, I <laughs> didn't. But it's crazy. It's not even so much about smaller. You just need quicker, you know, faster guys, man. I think they got that with Torrey Smith. It was a good pickup. <clears throat> all right, so they they the receiving core is pretty much laid out. I mean, DGB is probably all but gone at this point. So you're going into the oh, year yeah, as you should be. Right now, you're going into the year with Torrey Smith, Alshon Jeffrey, Jordan Matthews, and uh, Nelson Aguilar. And I guess Bryce Treggs is probably still in their contract. Yeah, he's, he's still in the mix. So now, let, let's fast forward to draft night. Uh, it's the first round. Eagles pick at fourteen, and uh, let, just for the sake of conversation, you have at 14 available, you have Corey Davis, Dalvin Cook, and Sidney Jones. Who are you taking? Uh, it depends on what they do in terms of getting cornerbacks in free agency. If you don't get anyone, because I mean, there's cornerbacks later in the draft, but if they don't get anyone, you know, who's a starting caliber, then I think you have to pick the cornerback. If not, I think you go with Dalvin Cook. So yeah, so that's at that point you're drafting more for need. Even if they have Corey Davis say higher ranked on their draft board, you would still go with the need pick there. Yeah, because I don't think that I don't think the 
talent gap between him and the other two is that substantial that you have to pick him over Sidney Jones and, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook. Now, as far I mean, you... Well, I think Dalvin Cook's the most talented of the three. I think if you have a chance to get him, you have to do it. Right. And, you know, obviously, they are in a huge need for running back. But you, you mentioned uh, uh, cornerbacks and free agency. How... How would they even be able to do? I mean, they're already they're pressed as it is. I mean, they moved Barwin, and I know uh, Kendricks is probably going to get cut before Saturday, so that frees up a little bit of money. But I mean, I guess at that point you're just going a, a mid, a, you know, a mid level corner, wouldn't? Yeah, I, I think uh, Greg Kirkpatrick's a guy who I would like to see them get. Um, you know, someone else who's a decent corner around the ages, you know, from like 26 to 28, who's not going to, you know, break the bank. But it's still a starting caliber player. Right. <clears throat> Drake, I think I just saw Drake Kirkpatrick was signed. Yeah, since oh, was he? Cincinnati, five year deal. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess there goes that. So well, let's let's talk about this here for a second. Um. You know, Howie Roseman said at the end of the at the end of the season that they were taking a different approach to building this team. They were going to do it slow and you know more of, I guess, a, of a not of not a tank, but more of a Sixers process type thing. They were going to go slow and get a bunch of young guys, and then they do this today, and it kind of goes off the rails of what they said and more of what they've been doing the past couple of years. So, yeah, I, I don't always trust what they say. I mean, I think they just saw opportunities that they couldn't pass up with the people that they signed. So as far, I mean, if, if these, I, I think, do you think that Howie Roseman saw them more, like saw them as safe deals to where, to where if both, neither player pans out, his job is still safe because he didn't invest as much oh, into them? Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They're guys who are easily expendable. It won't be hard to get rid of either if they need to. I am, I think I even saw that Torrey Smith, like after the first year, they can get rid of him for next to nothing. Yeah, so yeah, definitely a great deal. I mean, I, I I have a great deal of respect for Howard Rose. I think he makes a lot of great signings. I don't think you know recently this offseason, last offseason, I don't think he's ever done anything that's really stupid. I think he's been doing a great job. Got to do a better job. Yeah, that's what Andy Reid would say. So, all right, so let's let's put it down to to the nuts and bolts. Before the uh, before all this went down today, I think a lot of people had the Eagles finishing about the same seven and nine, eight and eight. Um, now, as it stands right now, obviously before the draft, with the two receivers they got and the guard they got, uh, where do you see them finishing at the end of twenty seventeen? Do you see the playoffs more or less? Yeah, I mean it's possible. You never know because you don't know what's going to go on with the rest of the division with the Redskins and the Giants. But I mean, I think ten and six is achievable without a doubt. It's probably not good enough for the division at that point. I mean, the wild card. No, no, not good enough for the division, but for a wild card, yeah, and that's the that's the difficult part. you got to play in a division with Dallas, the Giants, the Redskins, but those teams are so unpredictable, you never know. Well, the Redskins no. have all been pretty much, the, the, like, they're imploding their team. I mean, Kirk Cousins yeah, asked for so. a trade, and they said no, and then they let their two top receivers walk. I mean, Terrell Pryor's going in there, but, you know, uh, it's still the Redskins. Yeah, yeah, they, um, if they're in a difficult situation, especially, you know, if they lose Kirk Cousins, I mean, I don't think they should pay him that much money, but they still need a quarterback. Right. Somewhere, so, yeah, it'll, it's going to be tough for them. I don't think they're going to be a threat next year, 
Um, as far as Dallas, you know, Dallas, what, they were 13-3 and three last year, but you never know with Dallas. I mean, next year they could come out and be 6-10. and 10. Mm. Literally, I mean, I understand they have a good quarterback, a good young running back, but you just never know with that team. And it's the same with the Giants, too. I mean, Giants could win the Super Bowl next year. You know, they, win, they go 8-8 eight and eight and win the Super Bowl, so you never know with them either. I think Brandon Marshall signing for them was huge. Was I mean? I don't think it's as huge as people make it out wow. to be. I think he's. I don't think he's the receiver he was before. I mean, he's older. He's up there. He's a big guy. He's a big target for Manning, which is good for them. I mean, it will help their offense. He's will help him, you know, have a stable quarterback. But I don't think it makes as much of a difference as a lot of people crack it up to. Well, he's not the receiver he was, but he, with the Giants, he doesn't have to be because they have Odell and Sterling Shepard. I mean, he can yeah, just. No, he, I mean, he he's a better option than Victor Cruz was last year. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on Victor Cruz. No, I mean that's. I a, think it's definitely a better option, but I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it will be, it will be big, but I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I mean, I, I'll be less worried about it if if the Eagles can. Uh, are tr- uh, yeah, if they're not trotting out Nolan Carroll and Ron Brooks as their starting corners, I'll be less worried about it. Yeah, they they, they need to fix that. And I, I have I have some. No, I have some uh, belief that they will, you know, patch those two, you know, corner positions up. I'm telling you, dude, Sidney Jones in the first round. I'd take him. I'd take uh, there's just a lot of corners out there who I think would be good pickups. Great stack of corners. Would you go corner in the first and second round, kind of like they did with Lito and Sheldon? I, I think you have too many, I mean, too many other holes to fill. It would be a good idea, especially if one of them doesn't pan out. At least you have two of them early picks who could be good. But I just I, – I feel like you might have other holes you have to fill to go corner first and second. But, I mean, if there's two talented ones in the first and second round, then, yeah, I it's definitely something you could do. So, you know, if you get to the second round, the best player in your draft board is a cornerback. I would take them. Now, the uh, <clears throat> the Brandon Cooks thing is probably all but done for the Eagles. Yeah, but that's, I mean, I think it was too much draft compensation to try to trade for him. I mean, there was a lot going on today. People saying uh, that you know uh, the Eagles should have offered a second and Brandon Graham for him. I, I would never do that. Brandon Graham is one of the top. He creates like the literally top five pressure in the league. So I, he's not worth it to get rid of him and a second round pick. You get rid of him, you have virtually no pressure on your defense, like on your defensive line. And this whole entire defense is based off of getting pressure on the quarterback without blitz. So you get rid of your best pass rusher, you're imploding your entire defense. All right. Well, I mean, I guess I'm I'm sure Howie and them thought the same, and that's why, you know, they. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Howie would ever would ever con- seriously consider making that trade. At the I'm a, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, they kept all their picks and they upgraded their their wide receivers, you yeah. know, tenfold. Right, he did a good job. He did a good. I mean. The free agency was never his problem. It was always the draft, and that's coming up. And you know, we'll, you know, I guess we'll see. Nice to be seen. It's in Philly, so I mean, that'll be. Uh, it's gonna be exciting. I think the most exciting thing about the about the draft is the fans' reaction to Roger Goodell. Yeah, that's gonna be good. All right, Bill. Well, I I appreciate you All coming right, on. Hey, you are uh, you're a good guest. You have a lot of knowledge. So uh, Thanks, brother. talk to you down the line. I'll talk to you. All right. So that was Bill Kowser, uh owner of Team Kowser. Uh So, you know, that's it for today. We're going to wrap it up there. 
Uh, you know, not much going on. Just wanted to touch on the Eagles a little bit with Bill. Make the big trade announcement for the DFL. So all, all is right with the world as far as I see it. Um, so, yeah, coming down, like I said, coming down the line here, we're going to be, you know, we'll, I'll be reaching out to everybody, trying to get a a date set for the owners' meetings, which should be a lot of fun. It always is when we all get together. Hopefully uh, a little bit more finger food action going with that. So, everybody, uh, enjoy the rest of your offseason because it's going to be uh, it's going to be picking up and uh, going at a fast pace very very soon.